music talks in different ways. Hi there, I'm Tony Reed. Many of you are probably familiar with the famed violin concerto, The Butterfly Lovers, or Liang Shan Bo and Zhu Ying Tai in Chinese. Incorporating elements of a popular Chinese regional opera and play with the violin, the masterpiece was originally an experiment to compose a violin piece with a Chinese musical style. When the work was finished in the 1950s, the composers wanted ordinary Chinese to have better understanding of the instrument imported from the West. Now, younger Chinese musicians are more ambitious. The purpose of localizing the violin is to make music pieces with distinctive Chinese features known to the world. The main methods include using the instrument to present Chinese stories, to play Chinese music, and to incorporate the playing techniques of Chinese instruments. We hope Chinese violin music becomes an exporter of Chinese music and culture. That's Zhang Ning, a violin performer and an associate professor with the Shenyang Conservatory of Music. She plays the version you're hearing now. Today, she brings us several remarkable Chinese violin works. First, let's continue with the violin concerto, The Butterfly Lovers. inspired by a well-known Chinese folklore. The story is sometimes referred to as the Chinese version of Romeo and Juliet. Although deeply falling in love with each other, the lovers were forced apart as the lady had to accept an arranged marriage. The young man couldn't bear the reality that he was losing his love forever. Filled with grief, he became ill and died soon after. The young lady agreed to get married on one condition she had to visit her lover's tomb on the way to the wedding. Legend has it that when the young lady was mourning her beloved at the graveyard, the tomb opened with a crack of thunder, and then she flung herself inside. Then two butterflies appeared and flew away together, which were considered to be the spirits of the young couple. It is widely believed that the story occurred in the area of East China's Zhejiang province. Yue Opera is the representative opera of the region. Composer He Zhanhao once worked in a Yue Opera troupe, so he was familiar with this art form. Hence, he incorporated the most popular melody of the opera in the violin piece. Thank you. 
由长笛，它奏出了华彩的旋律，呈现出一派春光明媚。It starts with the sound of the western flute, which creates a beautiful scene of springtime, with flowers blooming and birds chirping. Then the oboe is used to play a classic tune that works as a bridge in Yue opera. Finally, is the violin with the love theme. Many listeners give feedback that they are immersed in the music when hearing the sound of the violin. Which portrays the pure, sweet, and innocent love. Over the past six decades after its debut, the distinctive signature melody has made its way out of the concert hall and melted into the fabric of Chinese life. Was composed by He Zhanhao in Chenggang in 1958. At that time, they were both students at the Shanghai Conservatory of Music, one learning the violin and the other learning composition. They received the task to compose music for the celebration of the 10th anniversary of the founding of the People's Republic of China. He Zhanhao had performed for local farmers before, and he realized that they would rather listen to local opera than Western music, as they couldn't understand it. Hence. The composer was determined to make a piece that was accessible to all audience members. Apart from choosing Chinese folklore as the motif, John Ning says the composer also used the violin to imitate the sounds of Chinese instruments. 小提琴呐、啊，它是西洋乐器当中的弓弦乐器；二胡是民族乐器当中的弓弦乐器。这两个乐器就是演奏方法相同。In terms of the tonality and playing techniques, the violin has some similarities with the arhu, a traditional Chinese two-stringed fiddle. Some classic arhu pieces, such as "Reflection of the Arzuan Spring Over Moon." Can be played on the violin and vice versa. In a bid to make the violin localized, it was used to imitate the playing techniques of the arhu and other Chinese traditional instruments.
and that was Butterfly Lovers. Next on the roster, we have a newer rendition of Wang Ning Mei, meaning What's the Point of Being Sad? It was originally the theme song of 1987 TV series Dream of the Red Chamber, which was adapted from one of the four great classic novels of Chinese literature of the same name. The piece expresses sorrow and regret as the lovebirds were destined to not be together. This rendition of Wang Ning Mei was played with the violin and the Gu Zheng, or the 21-stringed zither. It is one of my favorites and is a well-known melody in China. It is originally a song for a soprano. The musical range of the violin and its way of producing sound perfectly imitate the voice of the singer and the way of singing. Its collaboration with the Gu Zheng creates a harmonic effect. That was Wang Ning Mei. 
Next, we have a piece titled An Imagination of the Starry Night, played by the violin and the yang qin, or the Chinese hammer dulcimer. We all have heard of a saying: "Art originates from life and goes above and beyond it." The imagination is unrestrained. It isn't about what we can see on our planet, but about something unrealistic and anything that may happen in the universe. 就是让人们能够在俗世中感觉到皓月当空，清风徐徐的。It is hoped to create an effect that, with this melody, listeners feel they are looking up at the night sky, with gentle breezes blowing on their faces, and completely clear their minds. Whenever I perform this piece, I feel the music goes directly to my heart, and as if I'm experiencing a process of soul purification.
and that was an imagination of the starry night. Last but not least, John Ning brings us The Warrior, played with the violin, the Arhu, and the Yang Chen. The Warrior is quite powerful. It represents a significant breakthrough in the musical expressions of the Yang Xin and the violin. The general perspectives of the two instruments are elegant and melodic. So it is rare to see they are able to play energetic music with strong beats. We have received much positive feedback from people who say they enjoy our way of making or rearranging violin music. With that, we come to the end of this edition of Music Talks. If you want to share your opinion about the Chinese violin music played by John Ning, please leave us a comment on the platform wherever you find us. In the following episode, John will join us again and talk about how the violin has shaped her life. To hear more from us, be sure to find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorite podcast. We hope to see you here next time. Until then, bye for now.